Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, we have two very special guests join the podcast. We have Alex Return, a.k.a. formerly JD Motorsports on Reddit, a.k.a. Hoosier WREX1776. Yes, I read the whole thing. And a very, very special guest, R-NASCAR superstar, Jeremy Methfield. I kept letting him know he was a superstar. We had a great time. In fact, me and him are now BFFs, so that's awesome. Uh, we have some exciting news. So I mentioned in, a, I believe, the last episode that we were starting up a Patreon. It's been started up. You can go ahead, if you like the podcast, if you like what you've been hearing, if you want to help us grow, because every dollar that is donated goes straight into making the podcast better, hint, hint, getting Kevin and Nolan better mics, every single dollar is going towards the podcast, so if you'd like to donate to the show, uh, go ahead, go on Patreon, it's left turns and loud noises on there. Uh, you know, we greatly appreciate everything you guys do, all the subscriptions, all the reviews, everything, just the support in general, the follows on Twitter, just the interactions, all that. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, we're looking to make uh, t-shirts soon, so, you know, just stay with us. We're going to probably have those special ordered, so definitely, if you want something, we'll put it on our Twitter and let you guys know. But yeah, without further ado, Enjoy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Left Turns and Loud Noises, episode 12. Today is April 3rd, 2019, and I am joined today by a very special guest. My boy, Alex, is back. What's going on, dude? Hey, man, thanks for having me back. I'm such a such a short notice. I know, man. Just, you know, just we always keep the seat warm for you. So we just wanted to have you back. So just welcome back, my friend. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Also joined today by fellow co-hosts, Kevin Costello and Nolan Sutton is back. Our producer is here. What's up, guys? What's up? I've promoted Nolan officially to producer because he just kind of 
comes and goes as he pleases and you know give he does he does the most input so producer oh thank you i appreciate but that it comes with no pay raise and literally <laughs> only the title but you know <laughs> all right so let's dive into it alex has some news for us today that he's gonna uh well not really break on the podcast but he's gonna he's got something to tell us right oh yeah absolutely uh so the last uh or this well last couple of weeks have been actually pretty interesting um Spire Motorsports in the uh, 77 Cup car reached out to me, and I've decided, or actually I should say they offered a, um, a trial run spot for their social media team. Well, it, not really a team, it'd just be me. But um, I'll be going to uh, Bristol this Sunday, and then I'll spend the entire weekend in Richmond uh, covering their social media and trying to uh, do what I do best. Which is be a content machine, obviously. Oh, for sure. Well, <laughs> I try. I imagine you as Arnold Schwarzenegger from Terminator 3. I am a machine. <laughs> so you really just are the content machine. So I'm really excited for you. You know, now officially this podcast is a pro Spire Motorsports podcast. So, you know, now oh, we're going to be constantly rooting for these guys. Um, so who's in the car this week? Uh, it would be Quinn Hauf. So that's how you... So it's not Sorry, hoof because I think I said hoof. Oh, who's a good boy? Is that? <laughs> That's my dog. He's being bad. Are you oh, gonna tell fine. us what what type of dog it is? We yeah, dude, you can't just like have another guest on the show and not tell us who. Oh, uh, sorry. His, oh, okay, his name's Titan. He's a Jack Russell lab mix. He's about thirty pounds, but acts <laughs> like he's one hundred and twenty. <laughs> well, tell, can you let him know he's a good boy on behalf of everyone here? Yeah. No way. You just tried to snap it when I told him to be quiet. <laughs> okay. Well, I still want him to know he's a good boy. Okay. Regardless. All right. All right. Well, perfect. Um, you know, so we have a pro spire, uh, motorsports podcast going on here. So let's go ahead and dive right into what happened over the weekend. And we actually had a good Texas race. I'm blown away. Cause I think my expectations were so low that it, it might've been one of my favorite races this year. Yeah, I think all of our expectations were pretty low just because it is Texas and before this before this weekend's race, this past weekend's race, I think the highest cup race was under 70% rated on the uh the official Jeff Gluck poll and and everyone knows that Jeff Gluck's poll is like the official the, the poll, yeah, yeah. It well really is. <laughs> Martinsville literally put out on their uh promotion I saw on Twitter today that their like official flyer quotes Gluck's poll as like, "Yeah, we're we're the highest ranked track on average," <laughs> like <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. So, oh my it, goodness, the guy good. that does Martinsville social media, or at least the guy that that does their writing, is just brilliant. He is he's good. I like him. Mm-hmm. The interactions that I've that I've had with him on social, yeah. Oh yeah, so mm-hmm. Texas. Uh, Denny Hamlin was our winner for the cup race, which means I don't think Chris Bell is going to the 11 car now in 2020. I think that the, I think it's official. We have to put Martin Truex Jr. on the hot seat. Mm, I, mm, I doubt mm, it. I doubt I'm it. just saying I've canceled him already. He I got don't canceled think, in, in Las Vegas. I don't think we're putting. I don't think there's a hot seat yet. I know who's not going to be on it, and that's Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin. It's between Jones and 
Truex. I, I feel like you can't kick Truex though out after one year. Sure, you can. You can just send him to the ninety-five. I'm sure he'll flourish. I mean, you could, <laughs> but <laughs> didn't, didn't Levine Family Racing didn't they uh, say that they were going to put Daniel Suarez in the second car, but Suarez that was a plan. Yeah. So yeah. wouldn't you they, think that 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 second car would be for Christopher Bell? Yeah, and they still want to run a second car, and obviously it's going to be no matter who it is, it's going to be a fully prepped JG. Our car just under the Levine Family Racing name. They're probably going to get a little bit more support from JGR with Matt DiBenedetto's ride, too. I'm surprised so. you guys didn't realize how sarcastic I was about Truex on the hot seat. Well, dude, honestly, <laughs> like, it's it's a possibility. I mean, Truex, I think people forget how old he is. He's 37, and, like, in NASCAR years, he's almost ancient. But that's These people get called up at 20. No, he's he is in his prime. I mean, Kevin Harvick's 43 and is still one of the best drivers. I mean, yeah. I think, didn't Harvick have another sneaky good day that no one just talked about him again? I think he got top five or top Yeah, five. everyone's saying Harvick's in a damn slump to start the year. He's third in points. Yeah, buddy. He's <laughs> having he's having a fantastic season again. You know who is in a slump, though? Poomstev. My boy, Larson. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. We got Bristol this weekend. Yeah, mm. and I'm just looking at the entry list. It's 38 this week. Yeah. Uh, we got... Less oh, Bailey stuff. Curry's back. Wait, Core. Bailey Curry was in the 52 at uh, Texas, right? Okay. Uh, honestly, dude, I don't know. Yeah. I saw <laughs> the 52 riding around the top most of the day, so I was like, oh, yeah, hey. That's not the lane to go on there. The 20, oh, the 27's in. That's where it's coming. That's where that is. All right. We got another Reed Sorensen, right? Can we just get... Uh, Casey Mears back in that, please. Yeah, I don't know what that deal is, but I don't. I don't get it. Like the twenty-seven is unsponsored. Oh no, they have low T centers as their sponsor this week. Okay, Good I think that. the only one that's unsponsored is the sixty-six this week. No, that's a low low T center. That's a Ross Chastain sponsor. That's a premium sponsor, if I'm not mistaken. Oh uh, well. Well, I mean, I think it's is it a second premium car? It is a second premium car. Yeah, so actually, okay, that makes well, sense. So that really well, doesn't matter anymore. It's just swapping cars, not teams. Yeah. yeah, Ross is doing rim riders again. Shouts okay. out. Um, but yeah, um, I'm trying to find the Texas results so I can just because one of my picks, Newman, was having a good day for some of it, and there was a Canon series. I totally forgot that. Um, who was it? I oh, will yeah, say no. That. Newman finished 11th. So, haha, my dark horse finished better than your dark horses. That K and N race, though. I know you didn't, or you said you didn't see it. That was probably I the best race of the weekend. I don't know if you saw the finish, but it was yeah, shades. the leader crash going. It was into shades of like Labani and Earnhardt at Bristol. Like no, he wrecked after the finish line because of how much they were beating and banging. The K and N series has been producing nonstop electricity. I feel like yeah, short tracks, man. Uh, you're not wrong. Nope. Oh fuck! I completely we didn't even talk about the fact that Jimmy Johnson. What a what a weekend for yeah we were gonna get into that yeah won the poll um uh, he almost run. led the most he almost led the most laps it looks like Kyle Bush led the yeah Kyle Bush led the most laps but Johnson was six off of that yeah like, I, I know think... most of that came in the first um the first segment or the first yeah. stage but I mean let's not take away from anything Johnson was the fastest in qualifying Johnson led a majority of the laps in the early going of the race. He was tough to pass. I mean, everyone's tough to pass, it seems, to Texas. But, I mean, a top five for Jimmy Johnson, this yeah. that's a big deal. I mean, 
looking at just like the finishing order, like Hendrick had Jimmy Johnson, w- William Byron almost got his first top 10 too. And well, no, because he finished safe. I'm sorry. I'm top sorry. Five. I meant top five. five. I meant top yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he has a couple top tens. Yeah. Okay. Um, where did, Chase was having a good day too. He had a strong car first stage. Yeah, he so he went thirty five on that last pit stop under green had to take four tires because well he didn't have to but they had they had to take more fuel than everyone else because of their mm-hmm. strategy and so Gustafson just said you know what, let's put four tires on it and obviously another caution did not come out so it kind of hurt him but yeah he was leading stage two he I think that he got caught out by a caution which what uh, killed his track position but. He had a good run, too. Andrew looked like a real competitive team this past weekend, except for Bowman. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Bowman. Yeah. Well, he blew. I think he had a tire issue or something. He's been non competitive most of the year, it feels like almost. Yeah. I agree. Like, everyone had mad hype for him at uh, Phoenix. And- yeah. Out of it. All right. Let's see here. The standings. Um, I know the standings don't really matter because all these drivers have wins, but um, I just wanted to see something. Suarez moved up to 14th. Okay, that's what I was looking yeah, that for. Was a, that was a solid race by Suarez, yeah, too. Yeah. Suarez one, to finishing top three. He had a strong car. Yeah. Like, you, know, roll you, guys, you guys haven't even talked about Michael McDowell yet. Yeah, top 15. He was on the lead lap. The entire, I'll just get it out of the way now. Top 15 the entire race. Finishes 15. What a great run. Michael yeah, that's gotta, feel, that's gotta feel really good for front row. Oh, it has to. Has to. Yeah. Shit. And Matt Tiff, 24th. Not not, not bad. Not terrible, yeah. I guess. That's not bad for Tiff. I'm trying to think who's the third one. Oh, Reagan finished. Reagan. Okay. So, I mean, hey, all their cars finished top 25. All of them were running at the end of the day, which it, it seemed like more cars were, like, having issues middle of the race, it felt like, at least. Yeah, it's... I think that race was, if I remember correctly, the... So Kyle Busch led the most laps, but that was but the lowest amount of laps had led yeah. by the most by the guy who led the most laps in Texas Motor Speedway was history. Really. Yeah, Kyle Busch even by himself out in first had an issue and basically cost himself the win and sweep. Yeah, I mean he had a brain fart out there. I mean I don't know what in the world happened, but uh... it looked like he just got tight coming off of two or the loose and tried to save it and it went off the track a little further and then he tried to. Get too much out of his car in the draft and he hit the wall and had to come down. It's road. wild, honestly, when you look back at it because he was just running the best out of any car there. I mean, that should have been yeah. another like he should have brought the broom out again. It's I don't even know. His he must have just lost his like conf, uh, I I just lost my train of thought too. <laughs> <laughs> now I know exactly how Kyle Busch felt. Mm-hmm. Um, lost his mojo. Yeah, pretty much. Also. <laughs> Clint Boyer with the soundbite maybe of the year so far. Here, kitty, kitty. Yeah, he's the part. <laughs> and then great. with the clap back from Hamlin on Twitter. Oh, oh my great. goodness. That was beautiful. Just body bagged the man. Definitely a very unique, though, top five. You got Hamlin first, Boyer second. Who I, I don't even think Boyer knew his car was that good. He qualified what? No, he was, he was long run speed, definitely. Yeah. His car didn't come alive until the end of a run. Yeah, and Suarez had a great run all day. Was it who got fourth? Jones. Jones, that Jones yep. boy, another yeah. one of my picks. <laughs> and then Johnson rounding up the top five. So very diverse looking top five. None of the favorites or the, sure. the big three from last year were there. I don't. I don't think I would have even guessed that top five in my entire life. Yeah. 
I like I definitely wouldn't have guessed Suarez. I I was like oh, he's qualifying fourth, like it's a good qualifying run. He'll uh, he'll you know go back, but like he was leading the race just straight up on his own at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, think about the dominance of Penske, like how consistent they've been. Mm-hmm. Oh, that and was then, I don't know what happened to them. Like, uh, what was it? I think that Keselowski had an axle break or something, right? Yeah, Blaney should have probably won that race. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, I, I 100% agree with that. It was either going to be Blaney or Bush. Blaney, dude, he, he has so much bad luck. It's not even funny. Oh, yeah. So well, I, you know why? I played, I played DraftKings, and uh, I was winning 600 bucks oh. when uh, Ryan Blaney was leading. Like It looked like oh, I was God. solidly in, and then oh, his water pump broke, and I just done. I was so mad. Yeah. I could I could have easily won that money, but here we are. Mm. I'm broke, moving out on the streets. <laughs> so I know it happened after the race, but I mean, just a correlation. I mean, Blaney the cat has shown back up on the internet. That yes. is true. Yes. And I mean, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm very anti Blaney the cat at this but point. Why? Um, how I do- don't. I don't get how people are anti a picture of a cat on the internet. That's literally what the I, internet it's is for. The, the cat. I just don't like cats. I am not a cat person. I, I mean, that's fair, but like, it's, it's, it's not even about the cat. It's, it's not. not it's got cat. a. It, I think its face is stupid. No, what? it's about it's about the items that the owner places with the cat that I I, I want think, to see. I just don't even know. Like, I I'm curious who this owner is because I think like they're super aware, but like they're not really like a real person. Like, they're just someone's like throwaway account. Hey, okay, here, here. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. You know just, him? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dangle this. I'm gonna dangle. I know his this. username on Reddit is Stars and Stripes or something like that. So so if <laughs> here, here's a proposition, if I can figure out who it is. Because I I believe I'm halfway decent at at finding things out. If I can find out who it is, will you guys have him on? Oh, hundred percent. Or at least oh, I will. Right. I, I would entertain right. it. I promise I won't dox him. But yeah, if you get him <laughs> on here, <laughs> we'll just say, I, oh, and it's you, stars and stripes, and we'll have Bla- if Blaney the cat actually came on this podcast. We, I mean, that would this podcast would explode. Yeah, yeah. And have have a couple meows or something. Oh my goodness! I mean, I can just like sound bite some meows. <laughs> <laughs> I really oh hope he just goodness. starts posting again. Like, I get the mods would probably ban it. I don't but... think the mods care. It's just they don't like everyone else. Just gets so butthurt about like the cat, and like I try not to comment on it because it's just like I'm not trying to add fuel to this fire. But I mean, I just don't really want. To see him every single week. It's a damn cat. <laughs> I think you just gotta That's, see it and get over it. <laughs> he can just do I'm, race thread and just be lost in the comments. Like uh, I love Blaney the cat. Like if I had a dog <laughs> and I named him Stenhouse, I don't think I could post him every single week. Oh, of Pretty course good. he could, because he's a good boy. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually thinking of dog names that would work perfectly for these NASCAR drivers because I'm looking for a dog right now. And every single one that I think that I want is a girl, so I can't name the dog what I wanted to, which was it after a Red Sox player. And I name it Danica. <laughs> no, actually, it's a Shiba Inu that I'm looking at right now, and I was gonna name That's it. Like... My girlfriend has it. It's You're so kidding adorable. me? What? Can you please send me a picture of this later? Oh, yes. Send me, send me a picture of your girlfriend's dog. Um, no, oh, but I was gonna name right it. Now. Um, Akasumi was, or yeah, it was. 
it's gonna be like akasumi or something which just means lazy in japanese i believe <laughs> or or like something like that my girlfriend's so, dog's name is suki which means beloved one in japanese and actually wait the, no it was akasuki that's what i was gonna uh, she is the the goodest girl out there i love i love sheebs they're yeah. just my favorite dog so but yeah i don't i wouldn't know what the hell i was trying to do like a nascar name and try and get my um my dog some uh some karma fake internet points <laughs> it's <laughs> i'm trying to think here what we need to do what? is actually get get some of the reddit our nascar mods on here i yeah, want to get x-file on here he is really just one of the like the the hardest workers on that subreddit like him and like is clark sunny and paws still like really like no. working on the pod uh, no. or not the pod the ah uh, because I remember him for the longest time was there. Yeah, there there's really only like a, a you have like the core mods, mm-hmm. um, and then you have like a couple like associate or assistant mods. Yeah. Um, See, but like yeah. I know all of the core mods very very well. Like uh, Mathfield was just texting me today. Uh, Mathfield. He's still he's still there because I remember when he was like like I joined the subreddit in 2012. And yep. I, I still don't know there. how I haven't been, like, I don't know why I haven't, like, blown up like everyone else. I've been there. I've commented on every single fucking post. I thought I was hilarious. I'm, this I'm is a very, very random question. Do you guys remember the user? I think it was user of names 33. No. Yep. Were they a troll? No. Yeah. Like, they posted a I lot, think, and then he just oh. dropped off the face of the earth. I don't know what happened. The, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I... I think he got banned. I Cause, think. Okay, I knew. I remember, like, way back when I first joined, like, he was one of the few names that, like, I would recognize. And someone literally made a post. I don't know if it was an April Fool's thing or something, but it was, like, they literally, like, claimed that uh, he was his brother and he died or something. And he was, he hopped oh. on, like, six hours later and he was, like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so that, that sucks if he got banned. Cause he was yeah, like, that's kind of fucked up to make that kind of April Fool's yeah. joke. Like I, I get the whole pregnancy scare thing. I don't know like if it was April one. Fool's or what, but yeah, it was just like super random. And then he was I know, like yeah, Methfield was one of my favorite ones. Like especially without like 2013 when he really started his like huge come up with all his jokes. Like I really liked him. Um, you know, then, he's, the, uh, he's, he's the same way as he was. I he's, no, I mean I still like him. I just don't really follow him as like closely as I did back then. Like yeah, I don't really follow any of the users after what happened with Denny time. I was just like, okay, well, yeah, he's, really get it to he's taking a more of a, a like he's still a big influence, but he's he's more of a, a low key. Yeah, I, talk- I had a feeling he's still there, but he's just not obviously. You know, it's Denny time. I talked to De- I, I talked to him on Twitter a decent amount because oh, he he lives. Uh, I'm not going to say it where, but he grew up um, where I grew up. Um, if anyone's listening and goes back to any of the episodes where Kevin says he's from, you now know where no, to go. Like, get your pitchforks. Because now I was go-karting <laughs> when I was home, and he was like, oh, dude, like, I go there all the time, and we got to talking about that, and that was cool. Uh, but That's cool as fuck. We're, we're a little bit on a tangent right now. We should get back to Texas. So my main, my main pick was Logano. Uh, Penske, I think we were talking about Penske. They just, poor Penske. Yeah, like okay, so Logano had that was weird. He won stage one, and then yeah. what happened to him? He just fell off, or no? So his 
his hood like just started collapsing oh, in. Right. Like I don't know like what in the world made that happen. It, I think DW was saying it was something with the um uh god I can't even think of what they're called right now. Like what keeps the um the hood on in the first place like was just on incorrectly or something. But that doesn't make sense that it would happen during lap 100 rather than opposed to lap 5 like when well, the race it's, starts. Well, it's DW's talking about cars in 2019. So we know whatever he says that's not You it. know what it was? It was the vortex theory that fucked. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah that's they were going it. around and creating the a, airflow yeah, was just sense. beating the shit out of the top of his car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> uh let's see what else big from the race happened who won stage two i got it it right here uh denny it's denny okay yeah that's right he had a good tire six playoff points speaking of which tires like everyone's no one freaking out because everyone's like dude like screw goodyear because they make the tires when people don't get they have to make these tires super hard now with all the corner speeds Mm -hmm. and like if they don't we're gonna have 2008 Brickyard all over again. Please God, no! That was that, so that, bad. That was something I was really surprised with. Was the uh, I can't remember who it was, but they took off a set of tires, and the crew chief, he, the driver asked the crew chief how the tires were, and the drivers or the crew chief said it looks like he hadn't even run on them. Jesus, I mean, I, like, I guess actually they that, have to do it, but that honestly speaks volumes of how good the tires are then for Goodyear, in my opinion. If anything, yeah. I mean, Texas doesn't always have the most tire wear. I know that wasn't always a thing. Like, you know, you could t- have a situation where drivers could take two tires and honestly, like, run with the leaders. It's a situation like Dover or or, or whatever. Like, and I really like that. I think that you know it kind of makes pit strategy interesting. Like, obviously. You know, I can see why people are upset. It's like, oh, all you had to do is just run it out and, like, you know, take no tires. It's like, yeah, you know, that's called strategy. That's pretty fucking cool that, you know, some <laughs> some of these crew chiefs had the balls to do it because, you know, Eric Jones's crew chief um, had the opportunity to make that call, and he didn't. Um, yeah. I, and Jones thing, finished in fourth because of it. The thing I don't get with some of the crew chiefs during Texas, obviously I'm not a crew chief or anything, but I, I know. What? <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> You're kidding? I'm not a Christian. Yeah, but like I, I know, that, I thought that you worked for Bowman. I know a a decent amount. I, I'm just thinking, like you know, the tires, especially from the Sunday race, you know, the tires really don't mean shit. So why not take mm-hmm. two every stop and just alternate, or even at the end take none because they don't wear. No one I had a tire problem just... outside of CJ CGR, and that's because the way they mm-hmm. set up their tires, kind of mm-hmm. like RCR at Auto Club, like the camber or whatever, was just fucked for the whole organization. But like. Yep. You just I don't know. I don't I don't get four tires at all. Yeah, it was all right, weird. To, not to interject or anything, but uh Mr. Jeremy Methfield said he would be happy to hop on right now if you guys wanted him. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> what? Oh my god, yeah, get him in here. Fuck it. Out? <laughs> get him in here. All right, guys, I'm very very humbled to be joined on this podcast today by a very special guest. Many Redditors will know him as Jeremy Methfield, but we're just going to call him Methy today. What's going on, man? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank, thanks for having me. Uh, I should apologize in advance for uh, disappointing you, and I have no idea what I'm doing. It's the first time doing this, but I appreciate you guys inviting me, and thanks for that warm welcome. I didn't uh, know what I expected, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you seem to be thinking you're like a Santa Claus that's beard is like fall off, fell, like falling off in front of the children. But honest to God, this is 
this is more like he's just has special powers to me. I'm I'm starstruck right now. This is this is just wonderful for me. Like Christmas all over again. All no, right, so no, let's not, not me. I'm just some regular internet smart. Am I allowed to swear? Oh, oh this yeah. Is, oh yeah. You can say <laughs> fuck shit, bitch. Yeah, go for it. I just want. Okay, I don't know the rules. They weren't explained to me if there are any rules. But no, I'm just a internet smartass who got lucky with a clever username at the right time. <laughs> I love it. All right, ah, so guys, unfortunately, guys, oh. my parents say I have to. I have to jump off because of the language. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, Nolan, it's been a pleasure. We'll see you next time. <laughs> well, heck. Okay, my computer is. Well, shut up a biscuit. All right. Yeah, I mean, oh, no, you need to have like a William Byron language approved. <laughs> now, little little background on this uh, podcast: we're very pro Brandon Jones for some reason. This is an extremely pro Brandon Jones podcast, and I will have no slander in this room. Um, I, I shop at Menards. It's okay. <laughs> cool. you, do, you save, do you save big money? I do. 11% like twice a month. Oh, shit. That's actually big money. We are a pro Jenna Fryer article that was written. At least <laughs> We haven't even gotten into that yet. Oh, we, oh yeah. We touched it off air, but we're, we're very... <laughs> we want change in the Fox booth, and it all revolves around a certain guy. Um, what else... I guess we should go over our favorite drivers. Mine, I'm a huge Larson fan, a Ripa, Tony Stewart fan, and it was just a natural transition to Larson. Natural transition, absolutely. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I the pretty Anthony. much root for anyone that's not named Joey Logano right now, but I am a I was a Denny Hamlin fan up until he decided to become a villain. Um I still like Denny, he's my boy, but I do appreciate watching the younger guys like Blaney, Elliott, and Larson. Nah, and of course, I gotta Brandon root, Jones. I, I got to root for the old guys. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I've been watching NASCAR since 2001 when I was like six years old. So, oh my Sorry. god. Oh yeah. <laughs> my uh, first see. race I went to was the 88 Daytona 500. Oh, oh man. man, that was Bobby Allison, time. right? Yep, Bobby yeah. and Davey finished yes. one two. What a right. Oh yeah, Richard Petty did some barrel rolls on the front stretch. Yes, that yeah, was the one. That's the one I was thinking of. Because remember, I was telling you, like, oh, yeah, in Richard Petty's last 500, he did barrel rolls. No, it was yeah. 88. Uh, Thank you. That was a callback to three episodes ago, guys. You. Hopefully you caught that. <laughs> Shout out to my NASCAR knowledge when I wasn't even born. Uh, <laughs> what was? I, was? I was conceived at that race. <laughs> at the race? <laughs> or, you know what? Okay. I don't even want to know. Yeah. Okay, Nolan. <laughs> Hey, what position do you think you were conceived in? Oh god, oh, easily yeah. doggy style. <laughs> like, like in a porta potty or? Oh, god. Nah, trailer park, man. I hope it was. I hope it was early in the morning because those things get ripe about noon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, and welcome right. to my dear friend Jeremy Metfield. Ta-da. God bless. I'm so happy that we have you on here, Matthew. Yeah. All right. So unfortunately, I did cut off Alex in the beginning. I didn't realize that I had cut him off, and uh, we're going to let him go back into his Spire Motorsports story here. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so go. the whole the whole reason why that this deal came about is is I had gone there uh, and dropped off my resume. Not really. <laughs> knowing what to expect or actually really expecting anything. Um, and I got a call from 
David Erickson that, that works at Spire uh, randomly last week, just out of the blue. And he said, you know, all of us were having a, a, a meeting about social media and kind of what we needed to do with it and kind of, you know, right now we're just checking off boxes and, you know, if, if we're going to do this, we need, we need to go do it. And at that exact moment, my resume came through in an email to everybody that was there. And it was kind of like divine intervention. Like they were talking about it. They needed somebody and, and I showed up. So, um, we, we talked on the phone. We had some ideas. He said, you know, origi- originally when we talked, it, it was going to be a couple weeks out. Um, but then he, he got a hold of me last Friday and said, hey, we want you to come in on Monday. So when I came in on Monday, uh, the owner, TJ, was there. Uh, David was there. Uh, another guy was there. I can't remember his name. And then um, this guy named Joe Garoni or Garone. Do you guys know who that is? No, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I me mean, neither. Sorry. I know you're, who he is now. <laughs> you're like I mean, named, you're doing like hardcore name drops, and it's like, okay, I feel so, stupid so, not knowing who you're talking about. Joe Garone was the uh, president of Furniture Row Racing. Oh. Oh. Shit. Okay. And Wait, is uh, that why Furniture Row Racing's Facebook or whatever is starting to show Spire Motorsports stuff? Close, but no, and I'd like to get into that because that's actually something that's just mind blowing. So, um, I, I've been having a lot of conversations with Joe lately about um, Spire's involvement in his uh, in in what originally started out. I think if if I remember it right, at Furniture Row, which was the the falsely adaptive driving uh, program. So basically, mm-hmm. they, they built this race car that is uh, mobility-friendly, uh, meaning you can drive it without hands or feet. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, so, so, so like what a disabled this, person might use, right? Yeah, and, and okay. it, it allows uh, veterans and, and uh, you know, people mm-hmm. that have served our country and just regular people that that maybe have never driven a car because they can't. Yeah. Or or people that that have been able to drive and and something unfortunate and tragic had happened and, mm-hmm. and they lost that sense of, you know, normalcy. Mm-hmm. So this allows them to to actually drive a race car on a racetrack, you know, at near speed. And it's just it's just a great concept, great idea and you know, it, it's nice to see Spire's involvement with that. Um, so I, I'm just excited. I'm excited about the whole deal with, with the 77 uh, Cup team being able to, uh, to have a hand in, in making a difference. Um, it's just – it's a neat opportunity to see something from the – you know, to, to be in a part of something – that's essentially getting built from the ground up, just like, you know, French Row was. I mean, geez, it's awesome. Honestly, I'm really, hey, <laughs> first things first, you know, Alex, obviously we're all very excited for you. Like, you know, this is just something that, you know, you needed and we're just 
completely behind you and backing you. So, you know, congratulations. Thanks, uh, you know, we're looking forward to seeing uh, your witty remarks on Aspire social media forums. I'm sure you're going to get them on Reddit, right? Uh, yeah. Once, uh, you know, I go to a, a more full-time role, um, mm-hmm. I definitely, I've already cleared it with uh, Methy and, and the other mods that, you know, I'll, I'll lock down a, a username and start producing a lot of the same content um, that you use that, you know, you guys are used to seeing. Awesome. And, you know, I, I've, I've got ideas going and it's going to be a little bit different. Um, you know, I, I've got things that I, I want to accomplish. I, I need, you know, sometimes I'll need help accomplishing things I want to accomplish. But um, I really think it, it's going to be a different side. So I, I'm hoping it's something that you guys aren't used to. Uh, but you guys will definitely enjoy. Can't wait for the content machine to, to be back. Um Yep. Boom! Good shit. Fucking love you, Craig. We are best Boom. friends. Boom! Confetti. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how y'all set up bots and everything, but that is by far who's, the best bot out there. Whose fucking idea was that? It was the best fucking bot ever. Thank you. That was mine. That Very was nice. you? God bless you, man. Yep. Alright. Uh, See, and, and you, thought, you thought bringing me on would add some variety to your show. <laughs> shit. Oh, God. How am I going to do this now? Alright. Um, do 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 whatever. Fuck it. Um. All right. Sick. Uh. Oh, I gotta press the lap button. Well, I just fucked everything up, but who cares? All right. So coming back to this, um, we have had some crazy technical difficulties on the podcast. I appreciate you guys following through. My computer is unfortunately broken now, so uh, everything we just recorded will be uploaded, and it probably is. And you're listening to this like dumbass. You've already uploaded forty minutes of this episode, so. You know, we're trying to figure it out. We're working with it. If the episode works and sounds great, perfect. If it doesn't, you, you're listening anyways. So <laughs> I probably shouldn't say fuck you. I'll probably bleep that out because I, I love you guys. I actually do. When I say I love you guys, I mean it. So And my co-host, too. And Alex. And my new best friend, Methy. Yes. Wow. Promotion. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, so all right. So I don't have a computer that in front of me, so I cannot look. So I'm looking up stats on my Xbox right now. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm if a I guy, what you play Minecraft? Uh, buddy, I'm I'm a I'm a Roblox guy. Oh shit, my daughter plays that. Oh shit, hell yeah, it's a great game. I don't get it, but I can't help you being serious. I'm real. It's 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 dumb Minecraft in my opinion, and it's where that's where Oof came from. Oof. Roblox death noise. Uh, okay. Why am I so in? Why am I so into internet culture? And you guys are just like, nah. All right, so let's see here. Did we finish up our Texas, Texas? talk yet? We didn't I, talk I about trucks and Xfinity, but did we need to? Congratulations, Kyle Bush, on ruining everything for me. Okay, I will say that Xfinity race was a great race. He just happened yes. to get lucky at the end. Yes. And everyone else was kind of a dumbass for coming in and getting tires when tires didn't mean shit. And we knew that the whole race, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so props, I guess, Kyle Bush's pick. Uh, oh. Crew chief more than anything. Who who fell asleep on pit road with 12 to go that caused that last, last caution? Clemens. Clemens? Canceled. Yep. He is canceled. I- 
<laughs> no, you can't cancel Clemens. I I, cl- I canceled Jeremy Clemens. I like the guy, but he is canceled. Oh, like you can't. Carolina, so. Oh, come on. He's such a cool dude. <laughs> I'm I'm sure he is, but he is a he is canceled. Him so far uh, canceled this year is Truex, uh, Clemens. Who else have I canceled? Because I think I've canceled six people so far. We've definitely canceled Daryl by now. I mean, I guess, but he. I mean, I can't. We we cancel him every week. The, the first episode I was on. You canceled somebody, and then you uncanceled yeah. him in the like. You canceled him in the beginning, and then mm-hmm. you uncanceled him halfway through. Oh yeah, and I can't remember who that was, but it's like, oh, no, dude, did we Miguel? no, I never canceled. Oh, no. I did cancel him because he lost the fight to um, yeah. Suarez. Suarez. I think I canceled him. Suarez canceled yeah. him. Yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was gonna say no one, no drivers really done any dumb shit this year so far. There's so plenty of time. Far. Don't get me wrong. But. Oh, of course. There's so much time for that to happen. Like no one oh, just wrecked another guy out of nowhere. Or, um, completely blown a race. Well, I, I mean, I guess, and I'm not gonna say Kyle blew a race because he got top ten, but he definitely could have won it. But yeah, no, Kyle could have easily swept this weekend if he just yeah. didn't have a brain fart, like I guess my computer just did. Yeah. Um. Huge shouts out, though, in the Xfinity race to Jeb Burton, who I just learned his name is John Edward Burton. I didn't really? know that. Yes, that's why he's Jeb. I was listening to the uh, Dale Jr. download yesterday, and he was like, this whole time I thought, and this, mind you, Jeb Burton drives for Dale Jr. He was like, this yeah. whole time I thought his name was Jebediah. I think we... I think we all did until it was put on television. Because <laughs> he was like, I could see Warren Burton naming his kid Jebediah, so that's oh, kind of why I thought. Of course. Yeah, that um, that makes so really they call him Jeb Burton and they say John Edward Burton Burton basically it's like an ATM machine. I mean, <laughs> it's basically Joe Bluth from Arrested Development. Yeah. Gob. Um, let's see here. Uh, Michael Annette top ten. So I mean, maybe he's for real. Oh, and huge shouts out Ryan Sieg. Stage winner, Hell yeah! Stage, Stage winner. winner, Ryan Seek. So round of That's applause. That's huge. I saw that. Sieg. I was, I, I mean, with my experience being on a smaller team, that's so satisfying. It, mm. it doesn't. Oh, I bet. It, I mean, the thing is, just like you know, when Ross finished fourth at <laughs> Iowa, everybody's like, "Well, a whole bunch of other cars were trapped a lap down." It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You called the right strategy. You did the right thing. You earned that spot oh yeah everybody plays by the same rules and the same conditions exactly, exactly. So, unless so, you're cole custer and just wrecking everyone uh, you, you know it, it sounds like their their uh, marketing guy his name is danny i think mm-hmm. he's still there danny's doing a great job this year too so definitely big props very to, happy that, guy. To, to finding marketing partners and people to support that program it, i mean it, it's starting mm-hmm. to show oh yeah for sure. Uh, even uh, who was it the other day? Phil Phil Swift, me and Lauren himself posted oh something my about God, Garrett Phil. on a uh, Instagram, and i with him. Like you know that he's Wait, he's a big Phil guy. Phil Swift so. did. Yeah, he posted something about uh, I think it was Smithley's wreck at Daytona last year, like in the first race, and he was I was two, you know, five years ago. Thing. And two like years ago, it blew up. Yeah, we they actually did a full commercial in our shop. Oh fuck yeah. Did he saw anything in half? 
now. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, That's the it, only it, reason I'd want to see it. I just want to be like, Phil, what are you going to saw in half? He starts pulling the chainsaw on me. I'm like, wow. Are you going to so mend like, this with, with flex tape? He's like, no. <laughs> so that, that car that Garrett drove to a top 10, that race, the mm-hmm. whole right rear quarter panel was just tape. It wasn't even a quarter Ew. panel. It was, it was just tape. And I think you just you made I mean, this car with flex tape. That's beautiful. Yeah, and I think you know this is kind of like a, a, a shameless promo here, but that really just says volumes about the quality of that product. I mean, it's oh, it's, yeah. it's thinner than uh, the typical bear bond that you see, mm-hmm. but the the strength is just the same, if not better, and it's more uh, malleable. So like you can actually bend it towards the curves a lot easier than you would bear bond. I'm definitely so, I mean, it, a, a it, pro flex tape guy, flex seal guy for sure. Yeah. I mean, that stuff really works. Oh, no doubt. Sorry. That, that's a, that's a weird little commercial form, but I mean, it, it really does work. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Anything? Yeah, I was. Meant, I I brought up Cole Custer though, wrecking people. Uh, he took out Jones, and who else did he, he spin out? Oh no, not uh, Cole. Oh no. I, don't, I thought I thought that was just a two car wreck, him and Jones. No, but there was another one where he like someone spun out in front of him, and I don't think he made contact with him. But the fact that he was there, it's the uh, Ricky Stenhouse effect. Where I'm just oh, like, was yeah. it was it Kozlowski? Was it Kozlowski? Yeah, didn't he back into the wall? Yeah, I know all guys. So are there was three act. Oh, it was the seven because everyone was making a 007 joke. It was all guy. Oh, okay. Because all guy spun out in front of. So I guess three times now. Hmm. Hmm. That's what that's what it was. Yeah, I remember that. And now. I guess the other biggest thing coming out of the Xfinity race is Tommy Joe Martins is partying with Spencer Gallagher now. So <laughs> no, seriously, Party no, old. no, no. Is Austin Wayne Austin Wayne's self. self? Oh, is Austin Wayne self? No. Oh, how I, dare you? How I dare you speak? Listen, Tommy. About Tommy Joe Martin's like that. I apologize to you. I really do. I don't mean that that you're, you know, you know, partying like it's 1999. I can see you're partying like it's 2019. I apologize. Yeah, we should hey, we should you, probably know something was up considering Bubba's been in that truck the last two weekends. Can can we take a quick moment and uh, commend Brennan Poole on that? Team yeah, I know. I've been. I've been very, I've been like very adamant about like Brennan Poole, like actually just having consistent finishes in the truck series. So, I mean, you know, just another solid day, I guess. And someone else I want to mention real quick is uh, Spencer Boyd with the P11 finish. That yeah. Spencer, Spencer and his PR guy, Josh, if you follow their Instagram, they post some really, really good content. Like as a social media guy myself, mm-hmm. um, I like to give credit where credit's due, and a lot of their content is very patriotic, very pro-America. And Hell a yeah. lot of the times, a lot of the times, I I watch it or I look at him like, Are these guys idiots or what? Because it's just <laughs> it's hilarious. Like there was an episode or a, a post they made about like kick-ass beef jerky. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one of their sponsors. And I'm pretty sure Spencer just kept on throwing big bags of beef jerky at people all over his shop. And it was hilarious. Thank goodness. So def- definitely if you if you get a second to um to look at their socials, I think you'll like it. Beautiful. All right. So I think that we're pretty much we can 
say we're done with uh, Texas at this point. We can move on. Oh, I guess we should probably shout out Stuart Friesen for finishing in second. I mean, he's leading points right now on drugs. Yeah. Oh, shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, damn. Good for him. Yeah. For him. Um, I don't really have anything else from the weekend. Um, you guys a want solid, to... honestly, just like overall, a solid weekend for Texas. Yeah, Texas actually had a solid weekend. I was going to say I might be rating this race like one of the higher ones this year at like a 7.8. I don't Thank know if you. it was better than Atlanta in terms of mile and a half tracks this season. I, I mean, I was at Atlanta, so I'm a little Yeah, you were at, oh, humble brag. Uh, I went Definitely to Definitely better than Vegas. Hey guys, um, did you guys know I went to I went to St. Pete and interviewed a driver? Did you know yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> well, did you know I went to Daytona but, and got to ride in the pace car with Dale Jr., not the flex. You, and you didn't interview him for the podcast? Uh, it was in hey, the moment. I didn't know it was happening. <laughs> did you guys know I've been to every single racetrack except Martinsville and Sonoma? Uh, we're all going to oh, okay. next year. We're just pointing that out. Yes, we're all going to that. It's going to be one of our live shows. Wait, um, I thought we were trying to one up each other, but I guess I've, I guess that I've won races in four different states. Well, okay, I, I, I don't think anyone's going to top that. I mean, I've won <laughs> I've won races on five different continents in Forza. So I mean, ooh, fancy. Ooh, I need to get eye racing. <laughs> Antarctic, yeah, no, they have a race in Antarctica. It's wild. It's just basically a straight line for like a nice. thousand miles, and you're going a solid thirty miles an hour through it. It's crazy. Nice. Oh, no, watch <laughs> out for them penguins, dude. For you sure. No, the, if you hit happy feet, are, I swear to God, penguins aren't the problem. It's the fucking seals. <laughs> oh, them leopard seals are vicious. Oh, dude, I didn't even, like. I, I was watching like a new show, and they were. Oh my god, those are killer whales. My god. Um, we, but yeah. we went from racing to seals. Yeah, yeah. You know, the killer whales are more works. closely related to dolphins than they are to actual like humpback whales. Is it because they also fuck for pleasure, like dolphins do? This oh, is true. Geez. Did you know that uh, dolphins also will bite puffer fish to get high? Yes, I've heard that. That's crazy. Dolphins shit. are fucking elite. It's crazy, but it's true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> where did oh, this podcast go wrong? Jeez Louise. <laughs> It went wrong. My computer decided to explode. I think it's something. Convenient. That was about the time I joined. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew, you're going to keep just uh, assuming it's your fault for this, and and at some point, I guess I'm just going to let you take the blame. It's it's gotten me through life. Just accepting blame. Be like, meh. It's my fault. Sorry about that. Even though it's got nothing to do with me, just meh. You guys actually give a rating for the race, or am I the only one giving numbers here, like uh, Portnoy Uh, Pizza Review? I'll give it a good. What'd you say? Seven point eight. Seven point eight. One. One. Right. One. Right, I'll give, I think it's about that. I'll say seven point seven. Ah, oh, Jesus. I'll give seven. it a six point nine. Nice. Seven point. That's what I got. Nice. That's what I got on the Seven point two. Are we just playing like the Price is Right or something? <laughs> just go down. Yeah. One, one dollar, Bob. <laughs> God bless. All right. To so move. To be fair, what? Uh, you guys don't watch Letter Kenny? No, I'm I I I've uh, seen ads for it for it and I've just never okay, got we'll just, it. Okay, let's just let's just Yeah, let's just buddy, I'm that. balls deep in like four shows right now. I'm 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 not okay. even thinking about like other new shows. I got Game of Thrones in less than a month. Oh god, I'm excited. Uh, one, oh, Speaking and of, uh less than a month. Did y'all get your uh, Avengers Endgame tickets yet? I have to figure out who I'm going with before I buy any commit to it because I, I think that my big might be in Orlando when that comes out. So, shouts out Crabs. Hope you're listening. Um, well, do I have to see Captain Marvel first? No, you can. You don't. You need don't. To. You don't need to. Yeah, it's like I just 
It's, you can I mean, listen to our review. Movie. I think we had it like three episodes ago. We did there are there are Marvel. some cool things in the movie that happen that deal with the overall plot of the MCU, which was a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Did not expect that, but in the end, no. Okay. All right. So All right. Bristol preview, y'all boys want to get in this shit? I yeah, let's do it. I'm just gonna All start right. this off by saying that new Bristol better than old Bristol. <laughs> yeah, you've made the, your point on this before, and I, I guess since you're a newer fan, I can see that. But coming yeah. from the two older guys here, like, what are your guys' take on like New Bristol? And New Bristol is what the PJ one. Yeah, yeah, like the like how it's a multiple groove track. People like race. I love different. it. Okay, I love it. Okay, I, I think I think kind of. I mean, granted, the old Bristol without it passing was harder, but it's more exciting. Oh, yeah, because the tempers are flaring. Yeah, I'm still – I don't know. I just love side-by-side battling, like, inches apart. That's just me. I think it's so much more impressive just how they wheel it around, especially guys like uh, Blaney, uh, Larson. Yeah. When I say say New Bristol, I don't mean, like, the races there from, like, I don't know, 2012 to – 2015 where it was just around the top i mean like with the traction compound on mm-hmm. no i i get what yeah, you're I'm, talking about. I'm still a fan they're gonna reapply it this weekend oh yeah i saw something on twitter about that that they're um, making it longer than it's usually been so yeah that's... Six, 600 feet on one side 680 on the other look i think these... they need to too because i feel like with the new package the running the top is going to be even better so they have to put a little bit more incentive down there on the bottom no, control compound is bullshit. <laughs> there it is. You heard it. Matthew's official take. Not a fan. Run the track. If you got to put something down to make it faster, it's bullshit. Rebuild the track. Just tear it down. Start all over. You got. You, you got. Rebuild something just because you don't like it. You know. Sure you can. It's not it's not real racing. It's artificial. It's manufactured drama. They <laughs> built the racetrack, they screwed it up. Here, here, uh, it's such a fine line because the old Bristol, it was one line. Oh yeah. Run the bottom. If somebody's a hundredth of a second faster than you, you're getting moved. Mm-hmm. Which which was fine. The bump and run was classic. Rusty did it to Kenseth, Gordon, all those three guys. Terry, Sr., the bump and run. Sometimes it turned into a dump and run, but you know what? That's the risk you run. Dale Jr. Versus Wish I had something that could have shot through the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was fuming that night. They, they messed it up. They didn't even mess it up. I sh- I sh- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They did not mess up with the new Bristol by changing the banking and changing the configuration of it. In my opinion, they made it better. I've raced at tracks where the high line is the fastest line. And if you're faster than somebody and you can't get your car to hook up on the bottom, you're stuck. So what mm-hmm. do you do? You turn them. It's, it, it's racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that is true. You can't really get higher than anyone at uh, Bristol, which kind of makes it a little more challenging. And I know that was one of the complaints before they added the PJ1. I mean, 
I, I allow it to exist because it's different. I mean, you know, it, it could just be like a faster Martinsville if you had the one line, obviously. But I, I still love it because the drivers had shorter tempers. You know, I mean, shit, Elliot Sadler punched a fucking ambulance there. I mean, it was, it was beautiful at times. It was yeah, the only The only race that I've seen, and I've gone back most of them, and like even from watching, like probably have cognitive memories from like, I don't know, 2010 on. But I've gone back and watched most of them. The only races that I can see from Bristol that even rivaled what the 2018 night race had was uh, 2002. 2002. Yes. Yep. Okay. Both both races. Yeah, those yeah. were probably the best races ever I've ever seen. Even better than like the Earn Hart. You could even argue like, 2003 when Kurt Busch. I mean, again, I didn't get to watch most of that race because that was the day that George Bush decided to have a two-hour speech on Fox during the middle of the race. Oh, but wow. yeah, but. Hey, that weekend stands out to me because Ryan Newman broke the track record, and I can still hear Larry McReynolds screaming, 1490! I don't <laughs> believe it! That's awesome. That was a combination of Larry and Daryl, I apologize. <laughs> but I can still hear Larry screaming that in the back of my head. It never goes away. But, um, fucking, like, Kurt Busch's dominance of that race early on. Just, oh my goodness, that man fucking knew that track so well. And just those races were great. They were hauling ass in those cars. And I love the 2003 model. Yeah, Maybe it's because I played a like lot of NASCAR. Yeah, I think it's because I played a lot of NASCAR racing 2003. That might be why that model like is closer to my heart than others. So, for the weekend coming up, we go into the cup race a little bit of storylines. We have seven races now and only four winners, both from or all four consist of organizations either JGR or Penske. We have Kyle Larson, who's as of late struggled, but has finished runner-up in the last two races at Bristol now. We have Kurt Busch, who won the last race at Bristol on a different team now. So that's another element. And Mm -hmm. it's looking like Chevy's catching up a bit. Just a bit, yeah. See, I think Kurt Busch might, again, because he's had so much success here and he won the last race we had. He's been really consistent. He could be someone to watch out for on Sunday. Yeah, but like I, even I, the Hendrick guys, like, they... Uh, Chase arguably had the best car at Martinsville, and you could honestly mm-hmm. say for the same for like Jimmy Johnson at... Texas. One of the best. Honestly, One of the best. Yeah. But I think you're yeah, right. I think, I think the Chevys are coming back. Yeah, they're not, they're un- not, they're, they're not all the way there, but they're they're slowly creeping back. I think we'll know if they're truly back at uh, the first race after Talladega. It's either Dover or Kansas, I forget. It's mm-hmm. Dover. It's Dover. Because like the next three races we have, or the entire month of April, it's Bristol, short track, Richmond, short track, off week, and then Talladega, which none of us really know what we're God, expecting. What, is Richmond a short track? Yes, Richmond is a short yeah, track. Yeah, Richmond's a short track. I mean, I get it because it's like, you know, the same size, I think. It, it's 0.994 miles, or is it point? No, no, Richmond's 0.75. Yeah, oh, it's three quarters. quarters. Three yeah, quarters. Yeah, my, my philosophy on short tracks is if they're under a mile, they're short track. Like, I consider so Iowa a short, short track. track. No, Phoenix well, is I, a mile. Iowa is not Iowa, so New Hampshire's a short track. No, it is I not think It's over a mile. 8.75. Yeah, Iowa is 0.75. I would be so fucking quick too if they had the yeah. cup guys there. Like Phoenix, New Hampshire, and Dover, they're all like mile long tracks. Good for them, not short tracks. <laughs> you, don't don't th- you don't think 
crap. You don't think a mile other. long track is a short track? No. I no, do. I don't. I, I think, think we you kinda... can race like a short track, but it's not a short track. I get it because you're getting up to higher speeds. I mean, just because, like, I think the term short track was coined in a time when the cars were nowhere near the capability of speed that they are last year. But, I mean, you know, I, I think with that term, like, you could technically consider a track like Dover kind of a short track. I know. I consider a three-mile track. Dover is the farthest away from a short track. I think if you run a lap time under 22 seconds at a track, you know, maybe. I'm going to go with five-eighths or shorter for a short track. Anything else, it's not a short track. All right. uh, If I could take my late model to it, it's a short track. Fair. I feel like we're playing family feud here with like what we consider a, a, a short track, and I'm just waiting for Steve Harvey to interject. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't have a good. Well, I got one. Question. I got one chuckle. God bless. Um. All right. So I'm very excited for the expanding though. No cuff guys. Thank God. Yeah. Let's uh-huh. let's not tease about Xfinity because some of us don't have the privilege to to watch it this weekend. I don't okay, have the privilege well, to watch it either. So. All right. Speaking about Xfinity, what about Jeffrey Earnhardt moving to another team in the 81? Yeah, he Wait, finished what? eighth at Texas. We didn't even touch on that. Did like, I miss uh, that? Je- yeah, Jeffrey was in the 81 at uh, Texas. I thought that was JGR. I I don't I don't yeah, that's know. Yeah, JGR. Is it still? Or, I I don't think it's Not technically a... under JGR, but it's JGR prepped. Oh, for sure. Mm. I think. I can't look anything up. I'm I'm using my Xbox as my internet browser. Someone please, please save me. Because uh, on Instagram, they're they're pushing a lot of content with the mm-hmm. 81, like hero cards and shirts and everything. And I, I mean, maybe, did he get announced full time then for it? No, I think it's like I, a six I don't race know. deal. He's not yeah. in the eighty-one this weekend. He's he's not even in the eighteen. It's Harrison. He's not racing this weekend. You liar! I know he's that team. Well, I never I said he was racing. I just wanted to talk about him. That's no, fine. <laughs> I want to say it's six Xfinity races total, and then they're running both Talladega Cup races. Wait, the uh, eighty-one is running. Like a cup race, Talladega. Yeah, both of them. You can't see me nodding my head, nodding my head really like well, <laughs> impressive. I mean, Earnhardt and Talladega are like, name a more iconic duo type of thing, so it makes sense. <laughs> no, so at the at the end, like towards the the three quarter mark of last year, Vinny went to BJ McLeod, mm-hmm. and then BJ drove. Uh, the 15. Uh, 15. <laughs> and then we yeah. had, then we had a handful of people drive the 01. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, I, I and then they picked up Matt Mills to drive the five car this year for BJ, too. So BJ has Vinny and Matt Mills. Oh, so Matt Mills is the five confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> so I love BJ it. McLeod, is BJ Motorsports just like the, uh, JD Motorsports reject team? No, because Carl um, Long has drivers still in the field, too. Uh, well, I mean, Carl's didn't, got Joey. Didn't Matt Mills get dumped by JD? Like they left him at the airport or something? Or left him at the track? <laughs> yeah, Michigan. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nah, that's a true story. That's too funny. 
I can't believe that's a true story. It's crazy, but it's true. All right, where uh, do we do? Do we want to do favorites? Yeah, we or, can give uh, them our pick? picks. Okay, I mean, yeah. So yeah, so I'll, I'll right into it. I'll, I'll explain it. So, um, the way we do this, Methy, is we each we kind of do a snake draft here, and we do first we pick one dark horse, so someone like twentieth in points or back, roughly, um, who we think will get. I don't know, like a top fifteen, maybe a top ten. Um, I call the Benedetto. <laughs> and we snake back to okay. a easy target. Yeah, sick back dude, to sick a uh, a sleeper. So someone, you know, not a favorite, but someone who could probably sneak up there for a win, or you know, get a solid top five. And then we snake back to our favorite. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So as soon as someone picks a driver, so like if we're going and the first guy uh, in the favorites rounds is Kyle Busch, tough luck if you had him because you got to pick someone else. And and we snake it. Yeah, we snake it. So, Got how it. about since you're and you already said it, since you're first, how about <laughs> and you're new here? Why don't you lead us off with your dark horse pick? Hold on, guys, one second. The the cats have this cat in here because she will shit in here. Get out! Get out! <laughs> oh my god, is that Blaney the cat? Is that we no? But actually, I wish that I could take a picture of this cat right because she actually is like the fatter version of Blaney the cat. I we were like actually just like on a cat and just start posting on Reddit every every race day. Yeah, we were talking in. about this. <laughs> we were actually talking about this earlier, yeah. um, <laughs> which because... brought up the reason why I do in here. Like blaming the cat is the reason why I was like, you know what? Let's just get let's just get one of the mods in here. <laughs> All right, so we'll go. How about just rotation? Um, We'll go Methy, Alex, Nolan, me, and then Anthony. Why the fuck do I get to go last? Because you're the fucking host and you get the first pick as a sleeper, pussy. <laughs> I like I, I really like it that shit on my own show. Great. Yep. <laughs> All right, Kevin. All right. <laughs> Lead us off, Methy. All right, what wait, what's first? Dark Horse. Dark Horse? Yeah. Um, 20th, yeah. 20th on back. Oh, someone I who don't have a stat sheet in front it's, of me. It's roughly. We're not going to be like. Don't take your dark horse. You're like, oh yeah, I think uh, Kyle Busch will get one. But like, don't you know? Don't make it. Yeah. Too bad. Don't don't be stupid. All right, I think exactly. I can handle it. Uh, like for reference, I picked uh, um, Ryan Newman as my dark horse. Week, so yeah, I don't know. That's that's like right on the edge. <laughs> Newman as a dark horse. Damn. Yeah, it's it's he ain't winning no. Yeah, it is Roush. I'll give you that. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, Dave. Dark Horse? Um, shit. Is Suarez considered a Dark Horse? No. 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 All right. He's a sleeper. All right. Well, okay. Um, I'll go McDowell in that case. Son okay. of a bitch. How does that happen? <laughs> Because I break stuff. That's what I do. <laughs> How in the world is the first pick? Or I my my dark horse. I have to start all over again. Right, it's I, I I break stuff. I'm sorry. All right. I got. So what's your reasoning? I have absolutely no idea. Just That's because perfect. It's, Beautiful. He's one of them. Uh, oh shit! Can I here? You know what? I'm gonna do you a favor. I'm gonna change. Can I change it? No, yeah, you, sure. you're locked in. No, how oh. dare you? No. Okay. I, I, I don't know the rules. There are no rules. 
There's one right, rule. I'll, 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 I'll change it. I'll, no, I'm not going to change it. I'll save that for my sleeper then. Never mind. Okay. All right. All right, All right Alex. I'm, I'm, uh, That's I'm my final with, answer. I'm going to go with the uh, Ty Dillon. Okay. Are you serious? That's <laughs> 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 so why we can't do this Picks get taken by our guests. <laughs> and and here's my reasoning. He's been somewhat consistent this year, and I I truly think he he's better at short tracks than he is at any other track. So I think he actually has. I think he'll have a good showing this weekend. All right. Oh, <laughs> this is good of a reason is all better than like yeah. I think that everyone's gonna wreck in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, uh, Nolan. Ooh, I'm gonna go with uh, David Reagan then. Okay, that's just because I know that Front Row Motorsports has been running really well, and I don't think he's finished outside of the thirtieth thirtieth position all season. Is that is that uh, a solid stat? Can you fact that is that? definitely a solid. We have looked that up. We have double like we have done the research. He, that is definitely Good deal. true. Good I'm deal. I, I no fucking clue. <laughs> Kevin. All right. Well, I thought Matthew was going to get this guy, but yeah, I guess not. I'll, I'm going to have to go into Benedetto. He, <laughs> I mean, obviously, best career finish was sixth place back in either 2015 or 2016 with. A now defunct BK Racing, and if he could do R. that P. in a BK Racing team, I can't wait to see what he does at With an actual team. There. And yeah, plus, let's just keep him out of trouble this weekend, please. I forgot whose tweet I saw, but they said the race this weekend was going to be like a 500 mile or five not 500 mile. Also, that would be awesome in Bristol, but a 500 lap. <laughs> uh, World of Outlaw race, basically with all the horsepower. And I'm thinking, damn, that's got to be tired. You know, in the body, especially the arms, and I'm like, wait, who's the most jacked guy in NASCAR? De Benedetto. Oh, shit. Yeah. I thought that was an actual question because I was going to say Truex, but okay. No. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, I just, all the, it's all on for him for a solid day. All right, sick. Um, okay, so I was hoping De Benedetto would drop to me, but I guess, I guess not. I guess I got to start all over again. So I'm going to go ahead and he led a couple laps last year and I was really impressed with it. Unfortunately, kind of fell off. Um, you know, I mean, if he has a good race, I'd be very happy with a top 15 finish out of, out of this guy. I hope Bubba can get it done. This uh, It always hurts to pick Bubba because he always, he always gets my hopes up and then has like a tough scene later on going on. But, yeah. you know, if, if Bubba can just get the job done, uh, you know, top 15 would be nice. So... I guess sleeper. Um, all right. I mean, shit. I'm, I'm going to go with it. Um, he's had a tough year this year. And, you know, he almost won this race last year. He just he just got beat by the better Kyle, I guess. You're a bastard. Got, this guy. I, I got to go with Kyle Larson. I got to go with Kyle Larson. Are you, are you joking? It's it's like, fair. he's had such a down year. If there's ever a race to get this man's confidence back up, like, I, if he wins this race, another baby. Like let's just let's just say that. All right. <laughs> I think that'll be number three. Yeah, he's got two. Busy, busy man. Congrats on the sex. Oh. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to go with another dirt track guy. Different team, different manufacturer, and oh, Richie Stenhouse. I I knew exactly where you're going. He. I mean, we all know ah. Stenhouse. Besides the restricted play races, 
Bristol is by far his best track. And yes. he's shown, I mean, he's shown speed every time we've come here, no matter mm-hmm. what rules package. And I, I mean, Roush, he's in the playoff bubble right now. So I think mm-hmm. he keeps that up and just has a solid day. Maybe he can compete for a win. I hope so. All right, Nolan. Mr. I think David Reagan will have a good day. <laughs> you're a you're a funny funny guy i like it god bless all right what yeah, you got god bless, right i don't know can i can i pick daniel suarez is that is that allowed? i think that he's he he fits the sleep I mean, he's not really oh, yeah. a favorite yeah he definitely like fits the definition the sleeper sleeper. model he's just not a, a dark horse because he actually you know finished third yeah, that's because I know he finished in the top five, but I mean, I really feel like he is a momentum type of driver, and I really feel For like sure. he is. Uh, he's definitely going to keep riding on it just because it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's Daniel Suarez. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know how well he is at Bristol, but I'm feeling it, you know? Okay. All right. Perfect. <laughs> I What we got now, Alex, you still there? Yeah, I'm going. Right, buddy. Uh this is really tough because there's a couple of people you could pick, but I'm I'm picking this person simply because I think he has a lot of experience at these tracks and he's won there before. Mm-hmm. And that would be Ryan Priest. Damn it. Whoa. Wow. Okay. That was gonna be my that was gonna be my pick. As a sleeper, I, think it's a, I mean, I, think it's a I respect. Pick. I was going to say, I'm surprised no one's picked JTG because I think they might have success here. Yeah. Because, oh, I'm, I, I mean, think about it. it. Think about how well he's ran this entire season. For, I mean, for, yeah, no, I, I wanted him. I, I, <laughs> no, he, you know, a good for, first, for a, a first year cup driver, yeah. how respectable yeah. he's been running. Not mm-hmm. to mention the success he's had at Bristol. Yeah, he I won think, last I year, think, right? Yeah, yeah, he won the th- Yeah, that's I think what he, I mean. he could be. He could really be a threat there to to snag a top fifteen or even a top ten. Agreed. I completely agree. With you. Pick. I don't know about. I feel like he's considered more of a dark horse, but I'm not going to argue against that pick. I mean, Chip, he wants him to be the sleeper. You can be the sleeper. Yeah, I don't think there's exactly. really rules on the sleeper but other than they I, can't I be a favorite. He, I think he fits the sleeper. He said someone that fin- that you know would have a solid day and finish like top fifteen, top ten. Just Is somebody right? you'd think would you could hear DW saying, "Where did he come from?" Oh God! <laughs> oh jeez! My eye is twitching just from you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I pu- I pushed that button on purpose. But seriously, right. one thing about uh, Ryan Priest: how cool is it? To see somebody in this day and age of uh, silver spoon kids, yeah, eighteen-year-old rookies, nineteen-year-old rookies. How cool is it to see? How old is Ryan Priest? 27. Okay, he's the old school rookie. He is. I mean, he's sure. like the rookie before Jeff Gordon became where everybody was looking to be the next Jeff Gordon. Yeah, he's earned it and that i respect the hell out of him and that's yeah, why i was that gonna, that's why i was gonna pick him after yeah. he uh he avoided that he had like that sick of evasion like the entire hundred thousand people sold out crowd was chanting let's go ryan i was like this is awesome because that was his first NASCAR. cup race and people were already <laughs> cheering it 
the NASCAR oh, yeah. Heat Four Challenge Mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I might actually pick up NASCAR Heat Four when that comes out. Just to play the Ryan Priest Daytona Challenge yeah. for sure. Oh, for sure. All right. Um. And yeah. Okay. Never mind. Um. So, Matthew, what you got for uh, your sleeper? Ah, uh, crap. I was too busy praising Ryan Priest. I forgot to think mm. about it. Um, <laughs> is shit, uh, is Newman a sleeper? Yeah. Sure. Why not? I'll go with Newman. Fourteen ninety. Just be, just because, <laughs> just because NASCAR Chasm said that he would rather fight a, uh, was it a horse-sized Ryan Newman? But, <laughs> what did he say? It was a oh, Ryan I follow Newman, him on Twitter. I should know this. A Ryan Newman-sized duck, because if the duck can't move his neck like actual Newman, he <laughs> thinks he can take it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh goodness! All right, that's funny. I don't care who you are. Okay, so snake draft, <laughs> Methy. Who's your favorite then? Who you picking to be in victory lane at the end of the race? Well, I apologize in advance for causing him to blow a right front on lap twelve, but I'm going to go with Kurt Busch. Oh man! Wow. Okay, so there goes my backup pick. That was, that was my primary pick. I think it's a great pick, though. I mean, I even I've, I've said it multiple times. Guy really knows Bristol. Pardon he, me. He won how how many in a row before they changed the the, the banking, and then he finally figured out the new format or the new layout. Yeah, he He's got to have six wins here. I think. A six pack of Monergy, Monster Energy at Bristol, as Rick Allen would say. <laughs> oh, of course. On a computer. The diabetes pack. Oh my god! Remember, kids, drink Monster and Monster. Drink Monster in moderation. I think I've had four of them in three days. That is a solid pick, though. I mean, he's he's so good here. Those are rookie numbers. I know. Fuck <laughs> them up. Oh my god, that's why I haven't slept at all in the last uh, week. <laughs> oh pff, shit! I had t- two, two today, two today, three yesterday. God bless. Jeez, please. <laughs> Dude, the the Ultra Paradise, the new green one, it's delicious. I've heard that from everyone. I'm gonna probably tomorrow for work. All right, so we got Kurt Busch. Alex, what you got? Uh, Kurt was my P1 pick. Um, I just, you know, oh, man, this is tough because I have two drivers in mind, but I think I think it's time, you know, Mr. YRB gets, gets that win. This is the I'm part sorry, where I say, loud? oh, damn it, again. <laughs> just wondering. Well, it was either it was either I was gonna pick Blaney or I was gonna take Bad Brad, um, but I th- I think Blaney's been on the cusp. I mean, what happened last weekend? It happens. It's a mechanical failure. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But I think this is gonna be the weekend where he just he's a showstopper. Great, both my picks are taken. Awesome, sick, dope. Fun times for all of us. <laughs> all right, moving on. I suck at this, man. Fuck. All right, Nolan. Ooh, I'm going to... Second time, I'm going to choose him. Actually, no, this will be the third time, but I'm going to stick with it. Uh, I'm going to choose Martin Shurex Jr. 
Um, okay, I was going to get really pissed off. I know, I know. I'm not going to do the Kyle Busch round. First, one, first win on a short track? That's it. That's exactly I'm going to ride that NBC adversity as hard as I can. So oh Mark Trucks Jr. is going to win his first short track race. I can't wait to hear DW talk about that. That's going to be awesome to hear. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for it. <laughs> Him rambling on like absolutely blitzed. All right. Hey, he did the icky shuffle in victory lane. You cannot talk shit about DW. That's fair. You were you you were so. I would no. I wasn't there in eighty seven. Oh no! Well, you were there in eighty. Yeah. It was eighty nine. He won, not eighty seven. Eighty seven was uh, Elliot. That shit. Yeah. Ha. Ha. Gotcha. I don't have a. I don't have a stat boy here. I'm sorry. Buddy, I am the stats boy. You asked me a question. I'm spitting out an answer. When I was seven Who's years in- old, my parents brought me to the Daytona 500 of the Ward Burton one. And people were asking me, like, who won the 76 500? Who was the 72 champion? I was like, bang, bang, bang. Like, I can't remember right now. I'm sorry. I think 76 was – that was – Pearson. Bro. That was Pearson? Oh, yeah, That was yeah, a Pearson yeah. Petty finish. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I was thinking 67. Um, And the 72 champion was – uh. A- Benny Parsons. Parsons, no. Yes. And I was just spitting this shit out like like crazy. And then they asked me, who's going to win the Daytona 500? Scream out, top of my lungs, Ward Burton. And they all laughed. And who was laughing at the end of the race? <laughs> uh, Not no. Sterling Marlin. Oh, my God. That was my mom. Didn't really have a favorite driver, but she said, sure, I, I like Sterling Marlin. So I was just laughing at her when it happened. She's like, I don't really care. She's like, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I'm just here for you. No, no, he can't do that. Oh my god, that's so funny. He can't do that. Beautiful. So wait, Nolan, you picked um Truex Jr. Okay. Yeah. So Kevin. My pick, this guy's definitely stepped up his performance the last two weeks. I'm gonna go with some William Clyde Jr., also known as Chase Elliott. Oh my goodness. <laughs> bold. He I mean that is that's a bold prediction, but I, I can see it. He's not good at Bristol, is he? No, he's not he was bad. great in the fall. He probably had the fastest car at the end of the fall. He just couldn't. I mean, track position. It was late in the race, but he was catching up on. Uh, Did you guys know that and... Kevin reached the 2018 uh, uh, fall race because he just likes to let everyone know? <laughs> I, I actually lost you there. What'd you say? I oh fuck off then. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not repeating a bad joke twice, okay? <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, he probably realistically could have won the last two races if things fell right for him. Um, sure. He's had the speed to do it, and I think he captures the flag this weekend. I hate your picks because they're all so good. <laughs> Ugh, all right, so... Uh, you guys pretty much left me with no good choice. I mean, you left me with actually all the best choices because you left me with Keslowski, Harvick, Bush, and Logano, and there's one more that I was thinking of. Boyer. And, well, sure. Um, oh, God, so I'll just make this easy. I mean, I, I to see it. Yeah, I, I, I pick all of them. To see it. Yeah, I'm, com- I'm combining my pick into all of them. So I'm not going to pick Kyle Bush. I can't do it. He's in the Snickers car, which oh damn, damn, he's in the Snickers car. I didn't even see that was his sponsor. That makes it even harder. But I am going to pick Kevin Harvick. I think Kevin's going to get his first win this weekend. 
I mean, he's been hey, speaking, he's been consistent. Speaking of Kevin Harvick, what what does this uh, beer sound? What does this beer make the sound of? What is Nolan, it? Where, where are you? Plug. Oh my god! I was gonna say Anthony's burp, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Harvick. Has he ran? Oh, well, he won the Bristol Night Race. What three years ago? He won the race. He won. That was the, a day race, technically. But in when was Stewart's last season? 2015? Uh, 2016. He won that, right? He won this yeah. then because him and uh, Stewart's uh, did burnouts on the That's first right. That might have been the first race, too, with the PJ1, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin Harvick, if he ain't finishing in the top five, going to be very disappointed. So, <clears throat> all right, cool. We got our picks down, and how, what, what are we at right now? I mean, this is going to be a long-ass episode anyway, so we're not, we're not over two hours. We're about an hour. Why is it that every episode I'm on is two hours? Oh, all because, episodes are two hours. Yeah, no, pretty much all our episodes are getting to that point where they're hitting. And this is a double episode, so. Oh. Yeah, now that I work six days a week and uh, Kevin and Nolan are grinding in school, it's kind of. Six days a week? Work. I remember my first part time job. <laughs> Fuck off. It's, <laughs> it's somehow full time. All right, listen. I'm trying full-time to. Full time school I'm, and full time work. Yeah, I'm doing the best I can. I'm hustling to survive right now. I'm a survivor. There's I'm an a... owl outside my window. I'm not happy. All right. Um, so moving along, you guys want to just do some quick talking F1? I know nothing about F1. Beautiful. Perfect. I mean, I, I barely know anything about F1 either. I mean, I, I just I just know that the F1 video games are incredible. I'm so sick of it already. <laughs> I mean, my thoughts, Kimi, I Reichen, never, Kimi uh, Reichen fucking punted me coming out of turn whatever the last one in China, that bastard. Oh, man, I love China. That's such a great track. Um, I love my thoughts on the, uh, the Bahrain race is obviously sad for Leclerc, but he'll get his win eventually. It reminded yeah. That race reminded me so much of Martinsville in 2017 because there was just so much going on throughout the entire race, and then it comes mm-hmm. down it's looking like a young guy is going to get his first win, and then bam. An unpopular driver wins it. <laughs> Denied. Yeah. Oh, man. Lewis, I think it's got to be Lewis Hamilton or something. He is just just picking up trophies left and right. And he's still got like 10 years left. That's, he's good, that's sad. Right? That's scary. It's very I mean, we don't know if he'll be in Mercedes for 10 years, but the way he keeps winning races, you have to assume Mercedes would be foolish to let that man go. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine how much his contract is per year. It's 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 probably absurd. He probably rolls in like nine figures a year after everything. And that's not even you know considering. The no, I'm considering like endorsements and everything. Oh, shouts out to Turn Two Tailgaters podcast. They're the only people to actually try and ask me a question in the DMs. Like I asked. Oh, oh yeah. What's the question? No, like just like we. I want. I'm down in the DMs type like thing where people just ask us questions and we answer them on on air but no one's asking me questions on the internet because everyone stinks except for turn two tailgaters shouts out guys well um, you guys could have posted on reddit and made this kind of like a live show no nope, we should probably do yeah that. i can't i can't i literally i i messaged the mods and i think actually method you responded to me and said that i can't be doing any self-promoting like that uh, self-promotion all right yeah. That doesn't sound like me. I usually just ignore that shit. 
<laughs> yeah, it might have been X File then. I don't know. I follow him on 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 there. So, oh fuck! Wow, I just got back cramp. Ow. <laughs> mm, if I die on this podcast, y'all y'all already know. All right. Um, get out of here. Uh, let's see here. So, okay, F one race, not great, but whatever. <laughs> no, it was actually great, but it was a good race. I need to actually sit down and really just like watch an F one season from start to finish and not give up after the second race. So that's always I'm, my problem. I'm two for two so far, but I'm probably not going to be able to watch China because I don't want to be up at three a.m. Um, whatever it is. If it's on Saturday, I think I'll watch it. If it's on Sunday night, I can't do that. Uh, yeah, that's the I problem. Know, uh, and IndyCar is back this weekend? Yeah, I think IndyCar is at Barber this uh, upcoming weekend. If I'm, okay. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, hold on. That's that Alabama, makes... right? Yeah. Alabama. Yeah, uh, 2019, can I please have this? So much editing I'm gonna have to do now. <laughs> yep, the they are in. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Okay, it is Birmingham at four, so that might be a problem because that. <laughs> Someone on Racing Reference put the Hondi Indy Grand Prix of Alabama. <laughs> oh, that's what it's Indy. called. The Hondi. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's the real name. You're fucking joking. Like H O N D Y? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, like, what in the fuck is that? <laughs> what time did you say Green Flag is? Uh, 4 p.m. Bristol's mm, like at 1, I maybe. think. And Bristol's 1? Yeah, uh, 2. Ugh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm probably going to not catch the beginning of that race. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, that'll be late stages of Bristol racing. That's yeah, on TV. Because so. I'm, pro- I'm probably going to be watching baseball during the day and with NASCAR in the background. So yeah. we'll figure that one out. But um, yeah, All right, guys. Like, if, I dr- if, if I drop out, I'm sorry. Because I'll be moving from uh, Wi-Fi to cell service because I take my dog out. Hey, it's no okay. problem. I think that we only really couple more things that we wanted to talk about um did you guys want to get into the uh news or wanted to do the power ranking because i think the power ranking is going to take a minute if we get it uh yeah. let's say power rankings for another episode well are i mean I Pencil- think- are these the pennsylvania power rankings <laughs> I, I, I want the um all-time nascar commercials oh well, I would I would have to do my research on that. So, hey, Jeremy. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Is that Octane Nine the three you're wearing? Show is. Oh my god, that's a, that's a Jerry Mayfield easily had some of the best commercials. Easily, all three of them. <laughs> oh, the next one. Come on back, come on back, and it's just destroying exactly. Tony Stewart's oh, yeah. car. Come on back, a little more. I didn't like Stewart back in the day, so that was even more of a big thing for me. Um. Oh, did we discuss it all on the podcast, the, the um, expanding trucks, or was that off the air? No, that was on air. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, we got to that. No, like the schedule. Oh, the schedule. No, no, we haven't talked about that yet. Okay, so I mean, they just released the um, schedule for next year for trucks and Xfinity. I think the biggest change 
that we all noticed right away is that Xfinity is going back to Martinsville and it lost the Richmond race. Yes. Yes. So, what are your guys' the thoughts? The trucks on gained the Richmond race. So, yeah, it's basically yes. they they swapped Xfinity and trucks. So it's one and one at each. Yeah, well, so what do you guys I think? think? You, guys, you guys should give me a little bit of credit for that inside knowledge. Yeah, so shouts out, um, Alex. If you guys listened to the first episode, I think um, episode seven that we had Alex on, he did uh, pretty much break the news that the 2020 schedule is going to be like a big deal. And to, as I think you said it, if you can dream it, it's probably on there. So I think yeah. you, you got I dream Nashville. Yeah, yeah, I dreamed Nashville and Coda, and I didn't get any either, so I don't know what you're I, I dreamt of Iowa and and Old Spice Motor mean. Speedway, so I didn't get either of those. Yeah, either, so. where's my Dodge Raceway Park? Yeah, where the fuck is yes! Dodge Raceway Park, yes! buddy? But here, here, here's the thing: the the schedule change is absolutely crazy for everybody. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it was a to, huge to make, deal. I mean, a double header. To, to, well, no, to make the season finale at Phoenix instead of Homestead. Are you kidding me? Yeah, shouts out Kevin Harvick and Kyle. Congrats on your championships. Back in my <laughs> day, it was at Atlanta, and we liked it. <laughs> you know, the I, first time I actually watched, um, the first season was 2001 that I started watching NASCAR, and they had the championship at technically New Hampshire that year because it got because of 9-11, but I thought that New Hampshire was always where it ended. So I was very confused in 2002 when it moved to Homestead. <laughs> Oh man, so, poor Atlanta I, I, just keeps getting pushed out of the way. I think, I think the new schedule it's going to be diff- different and difficult. But in terms of the final race, moving from one really really mm-hmm. hard racetrack to another really really hard racetrack, I think that's pretty genius right there. Yeah, I I think if there was any place to move the finale, ISM is. Probably the obvious choice, especially with mm-hmm. the new um, what all, all they put in there, and even after the uh, the fall race there last year, I'm like, dude, like these races the last three years here at you know the the playoff cutoff race has been insane. I can't, I I'd, I'd be okay to see a finale here, and sure enough, that's what we got. And they didn't. Is it, they finally turned. Oh no, Bristol go. become a, a cutoff race too, dude. The Bristol night race is a cutoff race. Are you kidding me? That's gonna be so nuts. That's like, we we talked about that on the last episode. But like, that was that's... the first or second round, right? I think that's second round. That's, no, the, that's first the first. Darlington okay. and Bristol are the first round, and that's going to be yeah. sick. With Richmond just With Richmond, planted yeah. right oh, in the shit. middle. And then yes. The second round is even crazier because you get um, the Roval and Talladega, right? Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. possibly go wrong. <laughs> Nothing, Those absolutely nothing, tracks. says Kyle Larson, laughing. And it's funny because the one race that's you know not technically a wild card race is Vegas. And if you look at their playoff race last year, <laughs> that was fucking wild. So like, round two is going to definitely knock out a favorite, and it's going to bring chaos. And I am all yeah. here for it. The twenty twenty playoffs is pro- sorry. The twenty twenty playoffs is going to be absolutely just nuts, and I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, but do you think it'll it'll play strengths to certain teams? Oh, of course. I mean, the the way the chase has always been set up with this new uh, setup since 2014 obviously favors other teams compared to like you know the smaller guys. I mean, <laughs> especially you know with how it's a one race finale. And I've I've said my piece millions of times, but I mean, 
since you're new here, uh, Methy, I've, I've mentioned how I think the chase can be fixed. Well, the, the reason the chase can, needs to be fixed and needed to be fixed was because the schedule didn't change from 03, the last year of the old-style playoff mm-hmm. form, or no playoff formats. Yeah, Winston Cup. Old-style points to the new one is the last 10 races, they were just, hey, uh, congratulations, you're the last 10 races, you're in the playoffs. Uh, and they haven't done anything with it since then, except for mm-hmm. minor changes with think, Darlington. Didn't Darlington run in November or something? Darlington like was the second to last race of the year, which was just bonkers in my opinion. But that was also yeah. when Darlington had two races. Yeah, but like I said, those last 10 tracks, it was literally, uh, congratulations, uh, you won the lottery, you're, the, you're in the, quote, playoffs. They needed to readjust it. Now there's a road course in the playoffs. Oh, there's for a play sure. track, there's more short tracks. It's... They're finally changing the playoffs, the last 10 races, to an actual, like, hard schedule. Mm-hmm. Daytona's, yeah. they, Daytona is the last cutoff race? Are you kidding me? That's a wild card. Give me that shit. Yeah, I can't track. wait for that shit show. Oh, you know what really impressed epic. me was Atlanta. Atlanta moved back. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, they're moving the West Coast swing earlier. I know that we've gone over this. You guys listened to the last episode. We're just talking with more people about this. But the point of the matter is, I mean, like, you know, the ske- I, I am happy with the schedule and moving the West Coast swing up earlier. But they completely switched the West Coast swing, too, which was, like, kind of in- intriguing, in my opinion. Yeah, Vegas, going from Daytona to Vegas is going to be pretty hard, hard, I would say, on the industry. Be just hard. because it's, like, obviously on the East Coast, Daytona is Daytona. But on the West Coast, mm-hmm. Vegas is their Daytona out there. And that's where all the... <laughs> You know, all the uh, the corporate people come and gather and whatnot. So that, that's going to be tough to pull off back. But at the same time, think about the smaller teams. They're going to have to work twice as hard to get those that whole West Coast swing car group done. Right, like that's literally true, yeah. at the same time Daytona's done because they won't have time. It's, it's, it's a week. Is that really – I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I've never been working at the shop, but it's, it's a week difference. They just moved yeah, it up a week, right? They should yeah, really have an extra week but, for that. But at the same time, you get your Daytona car pretty well built in the off season, and you start at least that's what it was at Johnny's. You know, the Daytona car was pretty much well off, like two or three weeks out. Sometimes it was like really, really crunch time, but that gave us time to start building the West Coast cars. Whereas yeah. now, now it's going to be Daytona, and as soon as your Daytona car is done, you got to do your West Coast, you know, cars. It, is it really that much of a difference, though? I mean, because yeah, after yeah, after Daytona huge. was Atlanta, one point five mile. You build theoretically the same car that you would build for Atlanta. You just you ship that out west as soon as the truck gets back. It's what three days, two days driving time. Yeah, but it, it's it's still more of a crunch because while you were getting stuff ready for Atlanta, you could also get stuff ready for the West coast. Whereas now, as soon as you get back from Daytona, you got to ship, like you don't have time to play around with your West coast cars. You just got to ship them. For sure. And here's another question. I mean, at least that's my opinion. I mean, I I could be wrong, but no, I, I see your, I see your opinion. I agree with it. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just, 
trying to provide or trying to come up with a different point of view. Um, here's another question. Does NASCAR really care about the small teams? No. They keep claiming no, that they're they trying like to level the playing field. And guess who keeps rising to the top? Kyle Busch. <laughs> no, he I, doesn't I count. Know. He doesn't count. But, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to change my answer because I just was thinking about how well JTG's been running. And they're a smaller team. I mean, they got good yeah, drivers. They've got good drivers. Yeah, I think we agree with that. Hi, Garrett. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think they do care, but they're still catering. What? Nothing. Keep going. I'm, I'm just, I'm talking out loud. I'm, look, my yep. brain is melted at this point. It's ten sixteen, and it feels like four in the morning to me. Of course you're talking out loud. That's what makes it talking. (laughs) Exactly my point. I'm dead inside right now. My brain is cooked. I've been dead inside since aught six. God bless. Oh, my goodness. All Um, right. All right. What else are we going to talk about? Um, I think that we hit the schedule. Uh, Do you guys have anything else you guys want to go on? Harrison Burton in the 18s. That's interesting. Shit, I didn't think about that. I, yeah. For some reason, I read that as Jeb. So, has he been in the eighteen before or no? No, it's his first race. You should go wait for the Kim Burton Cam kind of like. deal. I, th- I think he's going to have uh, a Christopher Bell syndrome, and then they're going to move him up to Cup way too quickly. <laughs> no, because oh. Chris- Christopher Bell last year ran into two JDM cars. In practice. Oh, you're talking. Oh, okay. I thought start winning races all of a sudden. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's a bold, <laughs> that's a good that's a bold <laughs> prediction for Harrison Burton right now. No, I, I think Harrison Burton, he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. If, oh, for sure. He, if he doesn't drive over his head, just because you're in Gibbs equipment doesn't mean that you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, shout out to Kyle Benjamin. You know, you're still, you're still a rookie, you still got to learn the car. You know, I feel you. I mean, I guess I'm harder on people, but does that okay? So, does his signing with them is that like a a shot, another warning shot to Todd Gillen at all? That maybe he's the future of the two rather than Todd Gillen? Because even Kyle's been critical of Todd, saying like, "Look, man, I think we've all been very critical of Todd, which is very." That's it's fair criticism at this point with him. And and is this another move saying like, hey, like we want to see? Because I don't think, to my knowledge, Todd's gotten any experience in Xfinity, right? He, I don't think he has a start yet. Yeah, so this has got to be for sure something like, hey, man, like we we have an idea of what direction we're going. We we know who's coming up in the rank next year to the Truck Series, even though nothing's really been announced yet. But we know who's coming. Isn't, and isn't that sad? They're what, 20-year-old, 18, 19? I don't even know how old they're, they are. I'm pretty sure they're both 18. They're both younger than me. <laughs> they're, they're 18-year-old kids. They're kids. Yeah. yeah and they're, they're children. About, and they're about to have their future decided over a couple of races? That's absolutely insane to me that 18-year-old yeah. kids 
shit, I was 18 running limited late models thinking maybe I got a shot. It's insane how much the sport has changed in the last, what, 15 years, 20 years? And yeah, that's, the model that's for some... finding these young drivers has changed so much. And that's actually something Joe and I talked about today is that there it's it's not really about talent anymore. It's about who can finance that spot, and that's the mm-hmm. only thing that matters. I think that's why uh, JG or not JGR the uh, JTG. They, thank you. You know what I was trying to say. Uh, that's yeah. why I think everyone likes that team so much because they have their core <laughs> sponsorship in Kroger and all that, and then they have two of the most. I'm not even going to say like underrated because we know how much talent Ryan Priest and Chris Buescher has, and like that's why people like those guys. It's straight talent. They made it I, there on talent. They weren't exactly the silver spoon. I hate that phrase, but it's absolutely accurate. It's evident. So evident. Yeah. I mean, Austin Dillon. They call him the silver spoon. You know what? I mean, but at least he's won races. <laughs> Guys like Matt Tift, Ty Dillon, um, fuck, who was it? Well, Brandon Jones for now until he wins the race. Paul Menard. Yeah. No, um, not it. You can't include Ty Dillon. You can't. He did his he, own he said, thing. Yeah, he's like, I guess, I'm I'm in the in it. I guess he's in the third. started. I'm going to go this way. <laughs> yeah, it might be an RCR affiliate, but. He there he Ty's doing his own thing. He's he's his he's own running person. a lot better too now. So I mean, you know, good for him. I'm okay. He don't have pop pop on the radio. I'm perfectly okay with the whole. I, okay, I shouldn't say perfectly okay with the whole silver spoon thing, but I'm okay with these guys running in trucks or maybe even a couple Xfinity rides. But like, once you get to the Xfinity series and you're full time, like we we see the difference right now between. Brandon Jones and Christopher Bell on the same equipment. Like, it's evident <laughs> right there. And, like, you really don't see these guys in Cup, which is, I think, NASCAR's self-correcting, just the way it works. Because, like, if you don't perform, no one's going to want to sign you in Cup. Like, I guess, yeah, sure, tipped, but, like, look what, where he is running. Nothing against, obviously, from our motorsports, but it's not like you can buy yourself a 100 motorsport ride. With yeah, I, I think yeah. the, the top top tier teams are all earned. Like Bowman earned his ride. Yeah. He earned it. I don't care what anybody says. He earned his ride. He paid his dues. Chase Elliott has is, the name, but he talent to back it up. I mean, we we know. yeah exactly. That's but it. That's I think exactly. I think the one surprise in that is Landon Castle. That he hasn't got a good ride, or that. That he's paid his dues. He was Hendrick's development driver mm, and test yeah. driver. He's he's put in the time. He's had really. I mean, when he's raced Xfinity, even at Johnny's, he's he's had good success, really good success. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's I I I love Landon. I'm I'm a big fan of Landon. He's probably my top three favorite personality on Twitter. Oh, for sure, but I still don't like. I don't understand why nobody's picked him up. Like, why yeah. LFR hasn't, or you know, why even? Uh, uh, you know, why he lost? Fire. Yeah, I wish I that he had like, stayed with like uh, front row. Honestly, I understand like why. But, I mean, you know, at least he has a full time ride. Yeah, that's always a you know, it, it's always a positive that at least 
full time and yeah. like yeah it is a starcom but he is so you know getting attention no. and I, I mean it, it's tough but you know i hope at some point he finds it it's just where would it like there's nothing opening up. and even if something does open up there's other drivers in the like lower series that deserve to be called up too so yeah unless you um in my opinion i wish that the field would go back to 43 so we can get more cars let teams have five car teams at this point like fuck it you know if you want to throw more money in the sport go for it but you know but at the same time it's still evident that money talks of course talk oh, sure. anymore. Yeah. Dude, it, it talks on local levels. Oh, yeah. It talks huge on local levels. Probably more even so at a local level, just because that's how you get started. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, my, my pit crew was myself and my dad. That's it. With a late model, tube chassis, crate motor, 8-inch eight eight slicks, it was me and my dad. We didn't have the money to, to pay the shock specialist to hook us up with the set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you still won races. That's the whole thing. Because of connections, no. that, because of connections that my dad made, because I was too young and stupid to know any better to, you can't piss people on the outside of turn two. Well, I just did it. What are you guys talking about? It was. <laughs> but I, I think. Yeah, but I still think your talent was there. I think your talent overrode the money you had. I, I, I don't know if it was talent or just, like I said, ignorance. Because the, the first year I ran, I, I dominated. Well, I'm, knowing I'm you, try- it's probably both. Not even, not, this isn't try- I'm not trying to do one of them humble brags or whatever you guys call it. I, I dominated the first year in a tube chassis late model. I shouldn't have. I absolutely shouldn't have. But those were the best tires I'd ever been on. That was the most horsepower I'd ever been in. Everybody else was like, these tires are junk. I'm like, these are the best things I've ever had. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> it was that level of ignorance and a little bit of uh, in, in 18-year-old invincibility that we all had at one point. I mean, we still have it. Kevin still has it. Yeah. I'm 19, so I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Yeah, but it, now, it, like I, I've I've gotten my way to where I am on my own. Yeah, so. back it into the wall one time at 110. Tell me how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> I feel damn. By the way, at 110, if you're going in backwards, brace your head against the back of the seat. Don't curl up because you're gonna get a nasty. Momentum brings you back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does, and that hurt for about a month. Jeez. Oh, I bet. Jeez, Louise, and they don't have safer barriers. On- in the uh, you know those local short tracks. I mean, obviously they didn't have any in the '80s, but yeah. I mean the safety innovation. Whoa, 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 I'm not that old. <laughs> Sorry, the '90s, whatever. It was a one. I had a Hutchins device. I was safe. What was your uh, What was Hudson. your horsepower? So, what was it like uh, racing Tim Flock? <laughs> it was you know who shit was he the one? You know it was really cool. The one time he passed me. The monkey actually waved at me out the past. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Fucking Jocko oh, Flocko, man. Jocko I'll tell you Flocko, what. Baby. Oh, my God. You guys so brought much. that up the last episode I was on. Jeez Louise. Did we really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even realize that. That was completely by accident. Monkeys are always funny. I don't care who you are. That's very true. All <laughs> right. Um. So, anyways, um, is there anything else so we can... Uh, 
No. Anything else happened in the news besides Jennifer? Uh, people getting upset at her. I mean, fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think so. All right, She's... I did want to mention real quick before I le- get off or before we wrap this up to uh, definitely go follow follow all of the Spire socials. Uh, yes, please. Uh, Twitter, I think, is just uh, Spire seventy seven. Okay, and then so I follow the wrong um, account. <laughs> yes, and then. If you guys are interested in, in that adaptive driving by uh, Falsy Motorsports, uh, you can go to .com. Did I cut out or did he? No, he's, he's just looking at something, I think. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I probably cut out. But uh, uh, in order to follow them on, on like Twitter and stuff, you, they, uh, they're taking over the Furniture Row accounts. So anything furniture row would now be the adapted driving car. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. And pay attention because oh, there's f- going to be a follow, lot of good falsely adapted motors. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go follow them. Um, we're you know hopefully I can start pushing out stories about that because some of the people that are in that program or taking part of that program are just truly truly inspiring, and it, it, you know to have the support from the Spire Group is just phenomenal. I bet. Yeah, no, shouts out Spire. This is absolutely a pro Spire podcast. Please and thank you, everyone. Go out there and follow them. You know, we're definitely rooting for you, Alex, and I'll be rooting for anyone in the 77. I, I love the number scheme. I've always loved uh, the Furniture Row 77. So, you know, for the, for, for the 36 races that existed. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, we're, we're super excited for you, and we're definitely going to have you back on. And, you know, hopefully we can get Mr. Methy back on, too. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm, we'll, we'll, way, we'll talk I'm way past my daughter's bedtime. She's gonna I, be pissed at me. Yeah, no, I'm so sorry <laughs> about that, my friend. Um, so yeah, I think since we pretty much covered everything else, I've been Anthony. I've been Kevin. I've been missing from this whole podcast. I've been Nolan <laughs> also. <laughs> I've been Alex. I think I'm Methy, and I apologize as this is my first time. <laughs> and we will see you guys week. Love you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the bushes black to match. Riding on a horse.
town living like a rock star spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar baby's got a habit diamond rings and fendi sports bras riding down rodeo in my maserati sports car got no stress i've been 